Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Six Pack of Facts, your weekly way of expanding your brain, six refreshing facts at a time. My name is Alex, and this week, it's time to line them up and throw them down because I've got another fact flight for you. This time, we're diving into the briny and acidic depths of pickles. delicious pickled creation you've eaten is thanks to one thing, acid. But not just any acid will suffice. Dip too low on the pH scale, below 2, and your tongue is not going to thank you. But go too high, above 4.5, and potentially dangerous microbes will thrive. The perfect acid to get the pickling job done? Acetic. And that acid commonly makes up about 5% of a white vinegar which actually speaks to its relative potency. 95% water and just 5% acid will pickle your pickle perfectly. But what's actually happening when we submerge that group of cucumbers in acetic acid? As the cukes enjoy their dip, water in the veggies is drawn out through osmosis, slowly diluting the acid bath. But that also means the acid of the vinegar penetrates the cucumbers, increasing their acidity and providing an effective shield against any harmful microbes. This process takes about three weeks. Now, surely acetic acid must be the only thing used in pickling, right? No, you sweet pickling summer child, no. Lactic acid is on the scene, but it works in a slightly different way than its acetic sister. To pickle with lactic acid, you have to first make a brine of water and salt. This will have a pH of around 7, and boy, oh boy, oh boy, is that an attractive environment for lactobacillus bacteria. Luckily, it's all over the place, and will sniff out the salt water brine and latch on. Then, the bacteria starts eating carbohydrates in the cucumbers, and in a beautiful display of nasty nature, poops out lactic acid. With each acidic poop, the brine becomes a bit more acidic. Eventually, it reaches an acidity level that keeps all the bad microbes at bay. This process is a bit slower than acetic acid. It takes about four to six weeks. Dill pickles are the most popular pickles out there. And like many other amazing things, they were brought to the United States thanks to immigrants. In the late 1800s and early 1900s, European Jews immigrating to America would wash cucumbers and put them in wooden barrels with garlic, kosher salt, water, spices, and, of course, dill. After a few weeks to a month, the pickles would be removed and sold in pushcarts in tenement districts of New York City. Pickling wasn't really a home pastime until two important things were invented. First, James Young from Scotland, arguably the world's first chemical engineer, developed a process for creating paraffin wax in the mid-1850s. Then, just a few years later in 1858, John Landis Mason developed the, you guessed it, mason jar. By these two powers combined, the mason jar with its sturdy glass that could withstand the heat in the canning and pickling process and the wax used to create a tight seal Pickling burst onto the home food scene and hasn't left since. We've all been in a pickle, 
and we've all probably said that exact phrase to describe said pickle. But where did it come from? Old Billy Shakespeare. In The Tempest, Alonzo says to Trinculo, How camest thou in this pickle? And in return, Trinculo says, I have been in such a pickle since I saw you last that, I fear me, will never out of my bones. I shall not fear fly-blowing. Now, that's all well and good, but here's a little breakdown of what all that means for you non-Shakespearean scholars out there. Trinculo is drunk as a skunk, and is saying, I've been drunk since I last saw you, and I'm afraid that I'll never be sober again. The whole never out of my bones part. As for the I shall not fear fly-blowing, that's a bit grimmer. Trinculo is saying that if he does die, he won't have to worry about maggots eating his corpse because flies won't dare lay eggs in his alcohol-soaked body. And there you have it. A quick six-fact flight to get you through your week. And a pickly one at that. Thanks for listening, and until next week, as always, stay pickly and thirsty. Can't get enough of these refreshing facts? There are three easy ways you can help support the show. If you're listening through Apple Podcasts, leave a quick review. Then, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Then, share the show with a friend. The more, the factier. Stay thirsty.